Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Being a, being a guy that played for the Leafs, that now covers the Leafs, I want Austin Matthews to be a Maple Leaf for life. But I can't sit here comfortably today and say that I'm confident that will happen. Former Leaf and Sabre, now in radio, TSN 1050, Carlo Koliakovo on WGR earlier today. What's the, do you know, like, what's the underlying on the Matthews? Why, why there, would the answer be no? Um, Just that he didn't sign an eight-year contract when he got his second contract. And I think there's been, you know, we're, we're pretty familiar with this, um, you know, we have a great guy. He's awesome. He's productive. He's one of the best players in the league. He's going to leave us as soon as he can. I think ever since he signed that contract, there's been some segment of that fan base that has felt like he wants to leave. He's going to leave because he didn't take, you know, he didn't do, he didn't do a long-term deal. A longer-term deal, I should say. The it's longest better. he could have done. What he did is better for him, though, right? Like he's of course. an yeah. elite player. Like he doesn't have. Why, why take that personally? He's going to reset it. You know, he'll he'll go. You know, to the, to the top of the heap. I think we're pretty yeah. close to it. Seems like a fair, like a reasonable plan. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, there's with that comes a fear. Like if he, if you know, if he hits, if he gets close to the marketplace, maybe you know he's got a chance to decide where he wants to go play. I, Good for him. Yeah. But that—that's I think where that's where that's founded from. Just paranoia. Sure. Most but, partly. Yes. It's it's also logical, but yes, yes. You know why worry about it? All right. Here's Josh with us. Hi, Josh. Hey guys, how's it going? Great. Thank you for calling. Hey, I just wanted to touch on Bulldog's point in the last segment about the Sabers possibly trading a prospect. Um, and Bulldog made the point about how they, if the, even if these all guys all hit, they won't have the space for all of them in the top six. Another thing that management and fans should kind of keep an eye on or think is uh, they might want to treat some of them before it's the word's out that, you know, they're not going to be NHLers. It's not, a lure of prospect is sort of the unknown. So, you know, you package one, of the, one or two of those guys with a pick or even a roster player, you might be able to bring in a Meyer before they know that they're not going to make it in the NHL, right? Well, that that yeah, I mean, you want you want to you want to beat that, um, you know, like be, you know, but there's no knowing, you know, like Mike Mike said it too, uh, you know, during the last uh, last portion of the show, like what, you could get badly burned trading away one of these guys, and and that's right, but you also could, you know, you could end up burning somebody if if the guy turns out to be, 
you know, whatever, you're projecting to be a top six player, and he turns out like Casey Middlestats is ceiling. Like that's not a bust, but that's not that's not an impactful top six player, not even on this team right now. Casey Middlestats, right? And he, and he definitely doesn't play at a top ten pick level either. Middlestats, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. sure, Josh. Josh, you have a favorite president. Uh, you have a favorite president. Uh, what's that? Do you have a favorite president? Uh, I go JFK. Me too. Very good. Answer that. Look at that. What, we have a match. Nice. Yes. What else? Were you, what else were you going to ask or say? Oh, I was just going to say. Uh, you know, they could end up. They could end up trading one of the guys, and that would be the bust out of the three, like Bulldog just said. And or it could go the other way. You know, they could trade yeah. the wrong guy, but it's worth it for Meyer. I mean, you you could add a 35, 40 goal scorer on top of what they already have. Yes. Uh, yeah, thanks, Josh. That, that's what. I, that's to me what's appealing about it. Uh, is that it is not a quick fix, I got to get to the playoffs and end this drought. You know, our business demands that we, we give the fans something to satisfy them, or any of that. Like, that's not it. Uh, it could help you, you know, accomplish those things, but those are, to me, those are in a sidecar uh, to the hockey point. The hockey point is you got a guy who's been in the league long enough to trust his production, but is hasn't been in the league for so long that his best years are clearly behind him. So you're talking about prime years for a goal scorer, and it's a very unique situation. Like, he's a player who's young enough that maybe it's even surprising that a team going through a rebuild like San Jose is going to be going through wants to get out from under it, but it's it's the $10 million qualifying offer for next year that I think has them scared off. Just the way that contract worked out, um, It's a that's a big nut. And so... They want to try to, you know, get a surplus of assets for him. I can't blame him where they are on their timeline right now. I think he fits here perfectly, you know, without knowing what what his reputation is as far as, like, you know, will he fit in? Um, is this team, like, is somebody going to get, you know, are feelings going to be hurt if they bring in a guy from the outside and make him one of the, if not the highest paid guy on the team? I mean, that's pro sports. You, you want to go win? Um, we're going to have to add somebody, and yeah, he may he may upset our salary structure. And that can be a test for teams because those things can work on guys in ways that maybe they don't even know yet it'll work on them. Um, but, you know, those are boxes you need to check, and to me it's, you know, it's worth looking into and it's worth doing if, if he meets enough of those criteria for you. Thanks again, Josh. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, 803-0550. We've got a bit of a transition period in sports with the end of the NFL, the Super Bowl last Sunday. So the Sabres, Sabres have a great week here. Hopefully they play up to it. Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Washington, Sunday afternoon, back at home after the trip to Florida. So that's, that's hot right now. Basketball, if you're into that. College basketball right now, we're playing for, uh, you know, uh, something. Some teams are playing for tournament spots. Like most teams you've heard of are probably already in. If they're not, then they just really must be down. And mm-hmm. so, whatever. See you next year. So you've got that. You've got the NBA. We had the dunk contest. Did you see that, like, a complete no-name player that's, like, in the G League won the dunk contest? Last night, Mac McClung. I saw the highlights, and was that last night or was that Saturday? Or Saturday, probably, yeah, right? Saturday. Right. The game, the game, the All-Star game itself was yesterday, I think. This guy's uncle was a pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers. Seth McC- Uncle Seth, Seth McClung. 
I I did not know his story, but I did see the dunks. I saw the highlights. That's what you need. They were impressive. But it's not like a star. It's the farthest thing from like a star yeah, player. Okay. Yep. Uh, we, we Robbie Anderson changed his name. NFL what, receiver Robbie what, Anderson changed his name. Now? Okay. Yes. To chosen chosen R Anderson. He says this was done legally, like it's official. Okay. Chosen R Anderson, going by, okay. like that? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> you don't no, like no. that. No, but I mean, you know, to, to each their own. I mean, I, I whatever. I mean, that's not a choice I would choose to make to change my name to Chosen. No, it isn't, is it? No. Uh, no, but, you know, <laughs> if it makes him feel good, you know, if it's a tribute to somebody or something, you know, go knock yourself out. And, you know, with all this, just some somewhat silliness here, like the time we're at in, on the sports calendar, the draft. So the NFL draft is a little more than two months away, and – for the times already we've talked about the draft and the Bills, the conversation has turned into one of two things. It has been whether or not they can do well enough at wide receiver where they stand in the first round to sort of be optimistic about that because it does seem like a year, the last two or three years have been, you know, not everybody agreed, but they could use a wide receiver. I don't know if it's going to be, if the guy's going to be there. And it really wasn't only a question of that. It was a question of, well, the Bills might have other ideas. You know, and they've gone defensive line so often and then corner last year. This year feels like a year where they're, they should be more inclined. It should be less of a uncertainty whether they would want at least yeah. offense, if not specifically wide receiver. So it's been that or it's been, you know, I'm always up for this, so I sort of force it. But the running back idea, you know, it's just sort of like I'm just flicking the back of your ear every, well, every day here that in the is, last couple that, of weeks. That, that is an, I think that is a very good way to put it, because that is kind of what it felt like just now when you said it. Running backs? Yeah. Because you know me, I don't I don't buy any of it. Well, I know you, and you don't buy anything. Well, I, no, I, I, I'm susceptible to buying stuff. When it comes to the draft. Especially guitars. Uh, when but, it comes <laughs> to the draft, you don't buy anything. Right. I'm very, I am very skeptical. Uh, and I just I don't I don't think this running back stuff. I, I mean I I'll believe it when I see it. Um, but I, I think the receiver. I want to stop just short. I think of saying as you were talking there and laying this out. I'm thinking to myself, they better draft a receiver, <laughs> like high, for you know for for you know first or second round. They better. I think I want to stop just short of saying they better because like what 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 kind of threat is that really? Like what am I going to do? Yell about it? Okay, probably. What is that going to do? Nothing. Okay, thanks. Fill airtime. Great. <laughs> um, and that's not that is not nothing for us, but still. Um, but it feels like they better draft a receiver. You know, unless they have designs on doing something really, I don't want to say prominent. You know, if they can find their way to some 2023 version of John Brown and Cole Beasley in free agency, maybe that's Paris Campbell. Um, you know, that, that might like sort of slow down that need a little bit, but I think with Diggs's age and Davis's, I don't know, plateauing develop, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what Davis is. Maybe there's still the chance that he establishes himself as more than he's been already. He's not been terrible, but he's not the heir apparent to your number one receiver. And I think they need to get that guy in house. I'd like to do that before they really need to do it. 
You know what I mean? Like get a guy in here and like be able to make a transition. Um, and I think that's called for. And the chances of that, I mean, I know Diggs was a, what, a fifth-round pick, fourth-round pick. You know, there are lots of receivers that make it from, from other places in the draft. But I'm ready to see them invest in it because I think the need is there now, and I think the need is going to be there two, three years from now. Well, it's it's frustrating, too, because maybe the Bills have or have had even more than one receiver picked in the middle to late rounds that could have been maybe not Stephon Diggs, but could have emerged and really for Davis certainly has emerged and Davis counts like his his career has been really good, you know, for when he was picked, especially. But Shakir this year or Hodgins, you know, losing Hodgins is tough. Yeah, Shakir was just not on the field very often. Um, Receivers like just just to get this in. The way we've been talking about, I'll say I like Quentin Johnston, TCU, Addison, USC, Smith and Jigba, Ohio State. We've probably talked about him the most. There are others, and it seems like, I don't know, this could be totally different for somebody else. But for me, this weekend, I read what it, it, read, it read to me, like Twitter, it read to me like there are two other guys who are going to be first round picks. Hyatt. Hyatt, Tennessee, yeah. and Zay Flowers from Boston College. Like they both. McShay, I guess, is high on him. Like, yeah. oh, these guys are going in the first round. Like, you know, for every one of those, somebody's coming out. But maybe it is another year where there's yeah, five maybe. or more in round one. Last year there were six. Maybe you're starting to see what happens often with quarterbacks happening with receivers, that there's such a premium on them that even if the class isn't thought to be as good or as deep as, say, last year's class was, teams are still going to maybe overdraft them because like well it's it's the best of a small litter and i gotta get them i gotta get them now because i need impact i need a guy here yeah i think our our own uh our own zach jones had five receivers in his first first round mock draft that he posted i saw it today and those would be the five those so flowers five. goes to yep. baltimore 23 and then hyatt goes to dallas at 27 don't the bills pick 27 26 then i think you 26 it. yes Oh, oh! That's I put in oh. the Miami Dolphins forfeited their twenty-first overall pick. I did have the Bills taking a guard though. That that just it felt. It's not a sexy pick, but I do think depending on how free agency could go, I think a lot of Bills fans will get excited at this pick. It's uh, Osiris Torrance out of Florida, and he's just a unicorn. He is an absolute freak of nature at guard. Six five, well over three fifty pounds, but he moves pretty well, and he and he would fill up a pretty good spot that the Bills do need. And then you get in the second round. I th- I'm with Bulldog. You've got to draft a receiver within like the first three rounds. You have to, or you're just you're 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 in a hamster wheel going nowhere. All right, check that out at the website, wgr550.com. We'll have Paul coming up at six. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, WGR. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 